Hi, this is a special broadcast of Conservative Daily Podcast. I know we're going late. It's late on the East Coast, but we have a very special guest, Jake Lang, who called in to talk about the release of the J6 Truth documentary, which launched today. So you need to share that far and wide, but you also need to hear from Jake's own mouth. And it's been a long day. I started this this day this morning at four o'clock and, uh, you know, but nothing would stop me from when given the opportunity to have Jake speak to us. So without further ado, here's the interview that I just got done doing a couple minutes ago. Um, this June 6th, 2022 D day, um, with Jake Lang. How you doing? Joe, my brother. How you doing, bro? Huh? I'm doing, man, firing on all cylinders, all systems go, documentaries out. The documentary's out. So it was actually released today. Yes, yes. And people can go to um, J6. Let me just pull it up here real quick. Truth.org. J6truth.org. J6truth.org, yep. And they can watch the documentary, which was released today. And, uh, yes, they can, and they can uh, invite all their friends and family to watch, and they can spread the truth and be a force multiplier for, for our country and for standing up and defending those who uh, stood up and defended us on January 6th. So we're gonna take we're gonna take this video and we're gonna put it on our channel too with all the stuff on it that says. Sorry about that. We're gonna put it up on the channel and put it up uh, with all the stuff that says that they can donate to the J Six Truth donation page as well, which sits just underneath it. Yes, perfect. Um, you know, we're raising money and we're buying advertisements left and right. I'm thinking about getting some billboards um, in the D.C. area. So that um, when all of these corrupt politician Democrats uh, are on their way to uh, trade against and uh, be traitors against the United States people um, this Thursday during Nancy Pelosi's January 6th uh, farce commission, they can uh, get a couple messages of uh, of truth on the way there and and, <laughs> and uh, you know go to go to war uh, on their home field and and win this information war where it started in Washington D.C. So for, for all those that are joining us, I'm with Jake Lang, who has been in jail for 540 days? Uh, about that now, yeah, about 530. 500 and... Grueling, grueling days of solitary confinement, of pepper sprayed, of uh, hunger strikes, of all different manner of uh, tortures that they've put us through that social deprivation, religious deprivation, no haircuts, um, no visitation from our family. And it's been, it's been, it's been grueling, but you know, hard times, uh, create tough, tough patriots. And, uh, it's definitely God's strengthened my resolve through this whole entire situation. And we've, uh, had the amazing grace from God to be able to assemble an amazing team of patriots all around us and put out this documentary, which is just, I mean, it's six months of work culminated, and it's probably by far the most extensive piece of January 6th content with um, all of the different instances of police brutality documented and the whole storyline laid out for anybody who knows about January 6th or people who don't know really about January 6th much. They can watch it and they'll get informed and be informed citizen. And, um, not believe in the mainstream news media lies about us well and you can see you in the video by the way is there pepper spraying over the over your head at the people that are at the sta huh. stairs yeah um i definitely thought supply to gas mask midway through the um the the, the, the trials there and uh i put on that gas mask and i was able to save lives because of it because they were pepper spraying everybody and I was just able to power through it and grab Philip Anderson, um, grab Tommy Tatum, and uh, they would have died at the hands of the Capitol Police along with our brave patriot Roseanne Boyland who is one of the four um, American heroes that died that day defending their country who the documentary is dedicated in their honor 
to memorialize them and to respect them for all time for their modern-day sacrifice so that they become um, a symbol of American liberty and um, celebrated for their courageous efforts to defend our country. And uh, it's, it's all, it all credit goes to them, and, and may their memory be a blessing. So, you know, I, I got a chance to see part of the, almost all of the um, documentary beforehand, but you could see how there was a woman officer that was kicking Roseanne Boylan in the head while she was on the ground. And then they said that, that she died of a drug overdose, but she didn't have any drugs in her system. And I guess they, I mean, again, I, I think they got rid of her body, right? Is that, is that true? I mean, there was the, the circumstances behind her death are so troubling. Um, American people should be outraged and should be um, in the streets peacefully protesting and bringing um, awareness to this issue. Um, I mean, you know, she's not a criminal. She's not, you know, a career criminal caught um, with drugs on her, you know, or anything like that. She's an uh, um, American patriot who is unarmed, a woman, um, using her First Amendment right to protest a stolen election and to defend the Constitution. And so when she was murdered by the Capitol Police from a combination of blood trauma, from the kicks, from the baton hits, um, asphyxiation due to tear gas and pepper spray, and capsum spray, and also um, the police pummeled over on top of her. Um, I mean, tens of people crawled over her to try to escape the brutal beatings um, and the lynchings that were happening inside the tunnel by, by our own Capitol Police Force. Nancy Pelosi's hand of uh, dictatorship of her authoritative power, they're directly um, answered to her, and that's her police force. And um, so she died a combination of stormtroopers um, beating her and kicking her and pepper spraying her and pushing people over on top of her to the point where um, she was crushed to death and, and, and she died. Um, no, nothing whatsoever about her, her circumstance had anything to do with any drugs. And um, the, the coroner, uh, another corrupt person, um, announced that she died of a drug overdose. He should be fired. He should be held accountable for... Um, uh, you know, distracting or, or lying to the American people and trying to, um, you know, make things seem like she was uh, <laughs> the reason why, you know, that, that she lost her life through, through drugs. I mean, it's ridiculous. They, they murdered her in front of my, in my arms, in front of my face. And um, then they carried her body away, and it wasn't seen for an hour and a half until the ambulance showed up. And um, they, like, carried, they, like, dragged her throughout the whole entire capital to all these different places. And um, they failed to even administer to her any emergency CPR or AED to restart her heart or anything. I mean, they're, they're a bunch of corrupt heathens that, uh, that were pr probably uh, pretty satisfied that they had a dead patriot in their hands. So, so I want to I wanna put something up on the screen because I want people to see it. Um, Mr. Producer, if you could go to 2113 in the actual documentary. And at 2113, I want to put this up there because they are literally tackling someone. It looks like it's outside of the, the area. It's on the wall. And um, then they just start beating this guy. I mean, literally beating this guy. And then right after this, right after this, there's a guy who literally, it looks like his tooth is coming through his cheek. So, so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is Air Medcare Network. Today's podcast, again, sponsored by Air Medcare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you travel a lot, if you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family's protected in a medical emergency if you ever need to be air medically transported with air med care network you're covered for as little as 85 dollars a year your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a 50 dollars visa gift card when you sign up today now they also have an amazon card but we don't do business with amazon here on this show so please do not sign up for this and get the 50 dollars amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast 
So get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. But uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it, it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Or maybe oh. it's, and it, it's, it's probably the most, it, and it's lethal force, right? This is what lethal force looks like. So let's play uh, at 2114 or 2113 if we can. They entice them, they entrap them, and then they attack them. Those of you are listening to it, cops are skipping around and they're just beating this guy. Beating this guy. And then there's a guy who's literally, his face just looks like it's. Go, go ahead and take it down if you would. So I, I want to describe this to you, Jake. I don't know. I don't think you've seen it. I don't think you get a chance to see it. But no. they're literally beating <laughs> this guy, beating this guy, holding him down, and another guy is literally taking shots at him, just pummeling this guy. And these are these are Capitol police officers that are beating this man, beating. I think it's a man. So so they killed Boylan, and then and then there's they another killed picture. Babbitt. They, they killed, killed Kevin Greeson, they killed yeah. Benjamin Phillips, and they grotesquely assaulted hundreds more maimed people for life. I know people that broke both their legs, legs being shoved off the Capitol steps by these unconstitutional thugs, um, uniformed um, officers of Nancy Pelosi, not of the American people. And... Um, they should all be held accountable. There should be massive sweeping lawsuits. There should be the whole entire Capitol Police Force should be stripped um, from the top down and be reassembled by um, by actual patriots and actual people that will uphold the oath that they swore to defend the Constitution and to preserve human life um, whenever possible, instead of being a bullying arm, a radicalized arm of um, the leftists and, and uh, Trump's political opponents to absolutely brutalize and and i mean murder murder people murder people you know the the more i see of it the the worse it it gets you know they are they are arranging this january 6 deal they're going along with this 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 mocking of the american people and jake i know that you've been in solitary compartment excuse me solitary confinement for the last you know, 530 plus days and you spend 22 hours a day in a cell and still, you still have your focus on Jesus. And I, and I want to say that that's super impressive. And it's, it, you know, I think that most people out there don't understand the amount of stamina, the amount of courage, the amount of faith that you would have to have to do that. And yet you just continue to push through and you continue continue to honor God, and stand up. And even in there, even under the the worst of circumstances, you continue to talk about what happened on January sixth, the truth about January sixth. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to tell you this because it, it happened Saturday. I was headed I was headed to go speak, and uh, somebody asked me to read the, a book called The Doctrine of the Lesser Mag- Magistrate. Have you heard of that book? The doctrine of the Western magistrate? Lesser magistrate. No, I haven't. Um, sounds, sounds interesting. Tell me. So, so this book is about standing in the gap. It's about restoring God's law, or the laws that are, that, are, that are principled by God's law, and the fact that they've been replaced with laws that are made by man, that, that have no bearing, no yes. true north on any morals. And a friend of mine sent it to me, and he's like, Joe, you need to read this. You've been talking about this. Maybe you've already read it. I had never read it, but I read it, and it talked about getting in the gap. And the gap is that place between the tyrants and the, the victim, the intended victim. And that when we go there, we have to go there with the intent of standing up against that tyranny. And we're at a place right now where the government has literally pushed us into a place where they've enslaved 
the oh. American people. They've, they've become barbarians. And, and so this book talks about how you restore order, how you restore ethics and morals to your society. And it, you know, as I'm reading it, it rings true with all the things that we're going through right now to be able to stand up and take a stand against these, these radical, evil people. I can't even call them leaders because they're I, not leaders. First, um, I, I have to give all glory to God for the strength that um, I'm able to muster through this um, long, drawn-out incarceration, illegal detainment, pre-trial. haven't even been given the opportunity to have a fair jury trial uh, in front of my peers. Um, but it's, it's really a sacrifice of when you die to yourself and you give up your will and your um, give everything to Jesus and say, I'm willing to bear the cross and to follow you wherever um, your voice carries me and whatever you tell me to do, you get a supernatural strength. And it's not any kind of resolve that any man can muster up inside himself. It's only the grace of God that he gives you um, the ability to, to be courageous and to be bold and to be joyful through tribulation, um, no matter how long it is. And we see that through many different characters in the Bible, Joseph and Paul, and different um, amazing men of faith. And so um, I have to give the glory to God there, and, and thank mm. you for, um, you know, seeing that and seeing what God's done in my life and pointing it out. And um, anybody can tap into that same power of the Holy Spirit if they just um, seek Christ with all their heart. You know, Christ asks, in his parables, like, what is the greatest commandment? And, you know, um, the answer to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy body, with all thy soul, with all thy strength. And, um, you know, that's if you seek God in his kingdom first, um, Christ will come and give you his Holy Spirit, and uh, you'll be able to overcome whatever sickness you're in, whatever uh, tyrannical situation you're living through, um, whatever job that, that is you're suffering through every single day, um, whatever it may be. You'll have the power to, to be content and to to go through it with a smile on your face, and that's that's the power that God gives us. And so, um, on top of that, in this this subject that you're talking about about in this book, the lesser magistrate, that's the key behind January 6. Um, what God is doing through January 6, and what He's spoken to me. It took me a year of meditating alone in my room and asking God. God, reveal to me your purpose through through this. I know that you have some greater purpose. And because he told me on January 6th that what I'm going to do through this, through January 6th, will be unfathomable. And I always kept on asking him as I've been locked up, what do you mean by unfathomable? Tell me, reveal to me, reveal to me. And so what he's spoken to me recently is that it's a new era in American history where we again find ourselves in a, um, a chain of abuses, which was outlined in our uh, Declaration of Independence. When the chain of abuses becomes unbearable, it becomes the duty of the citizen, of the, of the patriot, to overthrow and to throw off the chains of whatever government is being tyrannical over them. And so we find ourselves at another breaking point in American history where we must separate ourselves, where we must declare ourselves independent from these um, tyrants and from these people that have usurped authority over sovereign states and over sovereign citizens. And the federal United States government has taken on an entirely new um, form, and it's a corporate form. It's not a republic. It's actually a federalistic corporation that is has a a monopoly on authority and a monopoly on power. And for the American people to ever return back to the way our founding fathers started this country, which is these United States, united being a adjective describing the states, not in a capital letter united. If we want to go back to these United States instead of capital United States, which is a corporation that has power and it is the jurisdiction is over is usurping all the sovereign states. If we ever want to get back to our sovereignty, we have to stand up on the basis of our republic and throw off the chains of this tyranny and stand united and um, realign with God and His sovereign powers. And, and that's what um, our founding fathers 
drawn upon to write our Declaration of Independence and to frame our Constitution. And we must also separate from anything that is wicked, anything that is tyrannical, anything that is unholy, because that's what God calls us to do. That's what being holy is, separate, apart from the world. We must separate from that, and we must declare ourselves independent from all of these different forces that would um, destroy us and seek to enslave us. And we're working on some documents to declare these things, and we're working on some motions in the court to uh, file and to basically put down on paper the same way our founding fathers did, saying that this is who I am. I'm, a, I'm Edward Lang, a sovereign citizen of the state of New York, and I have no part to do with the federal United States government that has usurped power over every state in this country. And um, so we must return back to our sovereignty, our, our 50 sovereign states, and stand firm in that and not let this uh, corrupt corporate de facto government um, come in and destroy our country. And so that's my next project. That's my biggest project. That's what God's called me to do is to um, draw up these documents, to lay out the principles of, of our original founding, and to, um, to sign my life and my, my sacred honor and uh, over to the cause and to say, basically, you have to kill me um, because I'm not part of your system anymore. I'm not part of your corrupt federal reserve banking currencies. I'm not part of your corrupt federal court system that is holding political prisoners. I have no part to do with that. I'm a, I'm a citizen of the state of New York, and I have no part to do with um, the corrupt federal United States government. And so that is uh, exactly what this book is talking about, I'm sure of, um, re returning back to our roots of, of sovereignty and uh, the, the sovereignty that God grants us being the executors of our human estate. Well, I mean... Every time I talk to you, it's like a breath of fresh air. I, I feel like I'm just getting an injection of, you know, I don't know. I want to call it, what is it? It's not a steroid, but, you know, like, raw, like Incredible Hulk stuff, right? Um, Jake, people right now, I mean, there's things that you we, we haven't been able to talk to you about or you haven't probably heard about because you've been concentrating on this, but... There's a lot of stuff that's happening that is waking people up. And this is just another one of those things. January 6th is another one of the, I think it's a culminating moment. I think you're right. I think God is using January 6th to wake people up, open their eyes, and, and help us regain our footing as a nation. Um, what do you think the outcome will be? What do you, what do you, what do you, are you hearing anything yet? I mean, up to this point, are you hearing anything yet about the, about the documentary? The particular reason why God's using January 6th is because the original um, framers of our Declaration of Independence were 56 men from 13 sovereign states, and they were trusted by the American people. They yes. were the foremost business leaders and patriots of their time, and they signed over on the bottom of the Declaration of Independence basically saying, we're separating from King George, and we sign over our sacred lives, our duty, and our honor, and our fortunes to this cause. And if you notice on January 6th, there wasn't one politician on our side of the fence. There wasn't one elected official standing with we the people who give. The government is inherently drawn its power from the consent of the people. And so if you have an entire group of a million people joining up to stand against tyranny and not one elected official is on our side, that obviously means that the consent of the people is not with the elected officials anymore. And... The American people can trust with their lives the January Sixers. They know we are the real deal. They can see and hear it and watch it for themselves that we are on their team. We stood up against a corrupt United States government. And the reason why now the fidelity shifts, people start to understand that they can't trust all of these uh, rhinos in, in Congress and all of these uh, uh, so-called uh, Republicans and, and even worse, the, the traitorous Democrats, but they can trust the January Sixers. So if the men of January Six can come together and to join their lives onto a document to separate themselves yet again from tyranny, the people can stand behind them because we have the fidelity of the American people. There's no question to our where our hearts lie. We are patriots through and through to the end, and people can trust us, and they can't trust our politicians anymore. That's why God's using January 6th. That's why he's elevated us and put us in this position to refine us 
these prisons that they put us through are redemption chambers. They're chambers where you can't create a stronger man in any other scenario. I mean, the strength that God is is imparting on the January Sixers who are going through these trials right now is going to make them the leaders of a new generation, going to make them the statesmen and the founding father-level patriots that the American people need to stand up to um, the, cor- the corrupt government that we currently have um, over top of us. And that's what God's done through this. He's molded a new era, a new generation of American statesmen and patriots that people can trust and that's the January Sixers. And I can't wait to be out there and to be doing these things and all the, the brothers that I know that are some of the strongest men in the world who have suffered through this with me, who feel the same way, that it's long due time to throw off the chains of tyranny again. You, you know, I, I agree with you. And what you're saying actually drives me to the next point, and that is, you know, that, that there, was a, there was a study that came out, and there was 1,500 people, adults, that were um, that were surveyed, and of that fifteen hundred, it forty four percent said that they could that they could agree with um, de- you see the Democrats forty four percent that they could agree with assassinating politicians. Forty uh, percent actually of younger Republican women uh, also approved of the idea, and. Um, that's not that's not the concerning thing. The concerning thing is that fifty three percent of Republicans and thirty nine percent of Democrats says that we're headed towards a civil war. I would I would more likely call it a revolutionary war to restore order, and that I I would equate what's happening now to having the tyrants and the of of Britain, the old Britain in our in our hen house, not of Americans, because I don't think these people are American. I mean, would you agree with that or not agree with that? Do you think we're headed towards I, I long since I mean on my my one of my posts I made on my Instagram, um, like January eighth or ninth of twenty twenty one, was January sixth was the first battle of the second American Revolution, and um, I long hold the beliefs that um, I think that we can do this as a country without it um, destroying us, and as far as it being a civil war and it being a violent uprising, I think that. Um, if we just stand united and stand strong and basically take take back the chains of power in our local government and our state governments, and we we stand firm in our convictions, and we were to um, adopt uh, a new declaration of independence, and we were to um, reconstitute the United States Constitution and firm it up, and basically include in the Second Amendment all of the the modern day language as far as you know, no magazine capacity um, restrictions. You know, uh, talking about you know assault rifles. I mean, the Constitution needs uh, affirming up as far as um, the Fourth Amendment. Uh, privacy rights need to include all of our social medias and all of our digital stuff. Um, our First Amendment rights need to be enumerated um, as far as no medical tyranny can ever close down churches again. Um, and so we have a, a, a task in front of us as American people to separate ourselves from this evil government that is currently uh, tyrannically ruling us in a despotic regime. And we also have a, um, a calling to firm up our Constitution and to reestablish you have it one minute left. where it's all signed, sealed, delivered stronger and more updated as far as no one can misconstrue it and try to... Um, Ever, ever take away certain rights that, you know, through medical tyranny or through, um, you know, magazine restrictions and stuff. There's, there's stuff that needs to um, be updated in it as far as making it stronger. And uh, I think that that's our path that we can go through. And I think that, um, God willing, that it'll be uh, a peaceful and a, uh, and a beautiful revolution of, of people's minds. And it'll be like a new Renaissance era where liberty and freedom uh, are, are won again by, by the brave people who stood up and, and refused to be held down by the chains of tyranny. And um, that's what January 6th is all about. It's who's going to be the leaders of that, that situation. And it's going to be the January 6ers and all the brave people like yourself, Joe, that stood with us and stood by us and showed fidelity to us. And I can tell you that hundreds of millions of Americans... Um, Thank you for using the no, no, I, Goodbye. Okay, we just lost Jake Lang. He will call back in. He's going to have to call back in. But I, I want to I want to point something out. The January six political prisoners are a symbol of the the tyrannical government. 
that we're dealing with today. I mean, th this is not, we're, we're not talking about that there's a little bit of corruption. People are just skimming off a few dollars. They're skimming off billions of dollars for themselves. They're, they're trying to create an environment where they become the slave owners and that we become the slaves. And the reason why, and, and Jake said it, the reason why we call it the second American revolution is because we know in our souls that we are free men and women, but we are free men. And that God's laws are what should dictate what we do in the future. And if we follow the words of God, then we have a moral and ethical barometer by which to operate. But we let drugs permeate our society and we, 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 we legalize it because it's man's law, not God's law. It doesn't mean that I judge people for what they do. It just means that I don't accept it. And remember, I, I've, talked, I've talked several times, many times, about the fact that growing up, I, I didn't exactly follow all the rules. I, I was telling my son yesterday, this morning, <laughs> yesterday and this morning, he's like, I don't want to have this conversation, Dad. And I was like, you're going to hear me. And I said very clearly, son, there are things that I need you to think about. Would you be, if you were looking ahead, would you want your son or daughter would you want to be able to show this to your son or daughter and say, I'm very proud of this moment? I said, there are things that I regret, things that I shouldn't have done in my life, things that, that I wish I would have done differently. And at the end of the day, I, I talk about those things with my kids, but I also talk about the things that I'm most proud of. And I think that, I think that's the thing that, that draws me to this conclusion that, that we, we have to take a stand. Jake, are you are you back? Sorry, you there? Jake, are you back with us? Jake, I have music. I don't I don't have Jake. I have music. Jake, are you there? Jake. Those that are just joining us, I have Jake Lang on the phone. We're trying to get him back on. So, so as I was saying, as we wait for Jake, because I think he probably will come right back on, I, we have to start looking at it from the perspective that tough love is the, okay, now I have music in my ears. <laughs> Are you there? This is going to be a weird uh, audio podcast, but we do go really, we're live, so what you get is what you get. We don't pre-record and cut things out, so you, sometimes you get a little bit of the music, the jive music. Let's go. A little bit of jazz. Um, do we have him, Mr. Producer? I think we're. I don't. I don't have him. Okay. Oh, give me one second. So the other thing is, is that as you go through and watch this video, it is impossible. It is impossible for you not to. To literally. See the amount of pain that they inflict on the January 6th people who were at the Capitol who were wanting a redress of grievances. That's what it was, a redress of grievances. And, and they want to attack, they want to attack everyone. They want to go through and attack everyone. And Jake Lang was pulling people out from underneath the pile, saved a young man. And watched another die. I mean, that's, that's what we did. And, and no matter how many times we, we stand up and talk about it, Tucker Carlson gets up, everyone gets up, and we want to talk about what happened on January 6th. And we know what the truth is, but those liars keep lying, and we keep letting them lie. Jake, are you with us? I'm here, Joe. Oh, it's good to have you back. Hey, good to be here, man. What a, what, a, what a glorious day that God's given us to stand up for liberty and to be uh, leaders of this, uh, this movement, man. It's, uh, it's an honor. I want to really quickly read one of our sponsors in our last sponsor, which is Axos bank. Um, you know, that, so I'm excited about to have found a bank Axos bank that's open 
It opened on Independence Day 2000. Um, they're not a crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American traditions. Take a look at the reward checking account where you can earn their highest interest rate, and that's a big one. Listeners can get a $150 bonus if you open by July 31st. Big rewards from a bank that believes in the freedom to do business without compromising our values. Um, go to axosbank.com slash daily, daily for details, for full details. That's axosbank.com slash daily. And for that cash bonus... You only need a $1,500 direct deposit within the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Access Bank is federally insured, member FDIC, and they're for us, all of us. AccessBank.com slash daily. Go check them out. You know, the more, the more that I see, the more that I see that's going on, the less inclined I am to believe that we are going to get through this without, well, I mean, again, I, I want to say this very carefully, but the only one that has tried to shed blood is going to be the left. We've acted with restraint. Would you agree with that? I, um, yeah, I would agree with that. I think that um, the American conservative, the, the responsible gun owner, the family man, the red-blooded Christian, um, knows better than to uh, turn his gun against his own uh, country person and uh, his, yeah. fellow, his fellow citizen. But the left has been indoctrinated to believe that we are their mortal enemy um, and that they need to loot our businesses and, and burn down our uh, police stations and to, um, you know, absolutely cause man. I mean, there was 50 shootings in Philadelphia this past weekend, um, Democrat stronghold Philadelphia. Um, it's turning into anarchy and civil unrest on the streets, and somebody needs to be the new sheriff in town and come and sweep up our streets and, and restore law and order to this country. And um, I, you know, I, I hope it's going to be uh, something that happens with peace and with you know leading with strength and with um, you know instead of instead of you know through through submission. And uh, I just pray that we have uh, amazing leaders that, that that come up in all the local cities and that the citizens who keep on voting themselves into destruction. I mean, you Democrat uh, voters in, in New York and L.A. and Chicago and, and Philadelphia and, uh, I mean, all these cities, what are you doing? You're, you're voting the, the death of, of so many of your young men into uh, existence when you vote in these Democrats because they're leading with weakness. And the, the DAs and the prosecutors in all of these cities, they're weak. They're weak men, and they have weak um, moral fiber. And they keep on letting out these uh, criminals back out on the street into a revolving door. And they're laughing in your face. These criminals are laughing in your face as they shoot up your neighborhoods and as they um, destroy our cities. And uh, we need men of strong resolve um, to stand forward and to lead this country back into um, a Christian, Judeo-Christian, morally sound uh, country or else. You know, if we lose our moral fiber in this country, I mean, forget about everything else. I mean, who cares about gas prices when uh, you can't, you know, uh, go down the street without, you know, possibly being shot in, in all of our major cities. They've turned into um, pits of, of violence. Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the Internet. Maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're for you, and, and here's the thing, it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. What do you think, you know, what, what do you think, I mean, I, I mean, I would like to think that we could get there peacefully. I would like to think that we can get there by speaking and being in the gap and standing between the tyrants and the people that are trying to make victims. You know, and I, I pray that that's the case, but I feel like we're, I feel like we're stuck in this, in this quandary where 
where we're being pushed to a line where there's nothing behind us. There's no more, there's no room left to, to back up or against the wall. God, that's, that's precisely where God wants us. And when we turn and realize that um, He is the, the, the force that is the only thing that is going to change this country, I mean, violence can only beget violence, and those who live by the sword will die by the sword, and Christ warns us of that. And we have to understand that if we want true and lasting change in this country, we have to win the hearts of people, and we have to bring them back to um, a respect of themselves from understanding that they're made in the image of God. That's the, you know, the, the devil's greatest trick nowadays is to, to, um, to deceive people into um, no self-respect, into not even understanding their, their place in the universe as, um, you know, we have a moral authority on this earth. We have jurisdiction on this earth to rule it. God gave all the things on this earth underneath our hand to rule, but we're letting the spirits of darkness rule us. And they're the ones that are pulling the strings. And the prince of the air, the devil himself, is the one that has uh, usurped authority over man on this earth. And we need to take back those those reins of authority through spiritual warfare. And um, it's much harder than physical warfare. I can tell you from <laughs> being in here um, and having to pray my way through all of these uh, dark nights and compared to just standing up for a few hours um, for liberty's sake on January 6th, that spiritual warfare is much more difficult, and it, and it shows the true makeup of a man. And um, we can pray our way out of this, and we can unite people underneath the love of God and, and through the, the strength and the power of Christ. Anything is possible. And so I think that part of spiritual warfare, Joe, is um, a massive um, educational process, a, a, revel a revelation process. And... You know, I wanted to. I want to point out a little bit more about what I was talking about last segment to the American people, and um, what you mentioned about the rule of God, which is called natural law, natural and law. that's what our Constitution is established off of. It's called natural law, and and it derives its power from from God and being made in the image of God, and that's where we receive our authority from. And the United States is currently in a de facto status um, using commercial law. It's called um, uh, statutes, U United States Code and Statutes. We're not um, no longer governed by common law. We're governed by United States Codes and Statutes, which is um, contractual-based commercial law. And so there's only two different strains. Well, you know, you can only serve one master at a time. You can't serve two masters because you're going to love one or hate the other. And so you can either walk in natural law or you can walk in man's law, commercial law. And it's the same way that the government is structured. They, they've stop using natural law and common law, and they've moved over to this commercial de facto status. And so the United States, as it currently stands, is a commercial entity. It is not no longer a republic, a republic that is ordained off of the, the, um, the laws of God. It is moved over into this de facto status, meaning de facto meaning not deriving its powers from any real sovereignty or authority. It's, uh, it's, it's, not, it's illegitimate. And so... Not only have they moved our government over to this de facto status, this corporate entity status called the United States, um, they've also moved us into that status, where man is normally governed by um, God's law, and he himself is considered a living, free soul in his own body, and he is not considered an entity, he's considered a man, um, made in the image of God. They've moved us over, and they've created these entities surrounding us, using our names. Our, it's our full capital letter name, it's on your, um, your birth certificate, it's on your tax forms, it's on your bank account. And so they've created another entity, and they name you as that entity, and so they basically get you to stand underneath their jurisdiction by you assuming the role of this person. For example, when you go into court, the judge asks you, do you understand me? But he's not asking that in English. He's asking that in another language called legalese. And he's actually yeah. asking, do you stand under my authority? And when you say yes to that, you are now assuming the straw man, it's called, this, this fictionalized legal entity that they've created. And so you you now give up your powers of being the, the, um, the sovereign. The sovereign man is the highest entity on this earth. You're now going underneath 
into their jurisdiction, commercial jurisdiction, and you're saying that I'm going to enter into your jurisdiction, the commercial law, the commercial United States, and so you're taking a step down. You're relieving yourself of the power that God has vested inside you. And the spiritual revolution in this country is reassuming the natural law state, the natural free-living soul state, uh, a man made in the image of God, and, and saying, I'm no longer... So I'm no longer part of the United States federal de facto corporate government, and I'm also separating myself from all of these, this fake entity that you've also created is this straw man, this fictionalized entity that you've created in my feed, and I'm separating myself from that, and I'm re-entering into God's will, I'm re-entering into the natural state of man, and I will be a sovereign man in it, and it governed by a republic in a sovereign state. And when we step back into that position of authority, that's when change happens in this country. And that's what uh, this January 6th thing is about. It's about moving us from a commercial state, serving the master of mammon, serving money, serving the devil, and going back into God's will, into God's estate, God's sovereignty, the sovereignty of a man in a free living body. And uh, it's, it's, it's not the easiest concepts to get, but once it clicks in your mind, you'll understand how They've taken everything from us, and they've given us back a commercialized fake. The money's fake. The money is it's called the color of money, and they're using the color of law to govern us right now. Color meaning it has the appearance, and it has the look of an actual thing, but it has no value behind it. It's not value-based. And so um, they've, they've given us the color of government, the color of money, and we are now the color of men. And we are going and assuming these fake fictionalized statuses instead of living in the free um, status that God has, has ordained us to live in. And uh, he's given us free will. And it's our, you know, it's our living right to assume that place. And so that, <laughs> it's a mouthful what I'm talking about. But um, if you meditate on it and you ask God to open up the eyes of your understanding about this stuff, you realize that you've been duped and you've been deceived and you've been uh, sold a crock of uh, garbage and, and, and you've returned uh, or you've been given, uh, you know, falsehood in, in, the in the exchange for truth. And we need to return to the truth. So, so Jake, we're returning to the truth. We're bringing God back into our community. We're standing in the gap between our tyrants and the, and the victims. And I feel like that the January 6th prisoners are victims as well. And it's not that you're not strong enough to stand up because you certainly, the, the, the men and women that are being held are, are, standing, are standing up and standing tall, right? You're, you're, you're doing those things. Um, and we're standing with you. But we feel like there's, there's not a gap. Like we want to, I literally want to go into the jail and stand between you and your captors. Amen. But I, but I feel like... You can, amen. You can... You can with uh, every day when you enter into uh, your spiritual warfare. You, the, the real captors of, of, our, uh, of our condition are spiritual captors. So, you know, um, the book of Ephesians chapter 6 reminds us that we war not after the flesh. That it's against the principalities of power in, the dark, uh, in dark places in the heavenly uh, realms. And um, every single day when you pray for us, every single day when you speak the truth in love, you are standing in that gap, brother. And, um, you know, what is loosed in, in, in heaven will be loosed on earth as well. And so when we're spiritually freed and when we free the hearts of men in this country, then the chains of tyranny will, will melt away as well. And, um, you know, God, God, is, God is here for reason. And that's, uh, this, the reason is to, to gain the wisdom and the understanding that he's, he's shown me and other January 6th patriots in the strength so that when we can take this back out onto the, the, the streets and onto our city streets and our county streets and actually bring change and bring about real lasting change instead of a violent change, which never lasts. So I, I want to I get back to the, to the video, but I, amen. But I want to actually read because I, Ephesians 6 is one of my favorites. So if you don't mind, I want to read a couple of, of verses from Ephesians 6, right? Yes, brother, um, please. Amen. So and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with Ephesians 6, 5, right? So slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear and with sincerity of heart, just as you would obey Christ. Obey them not 
only to win their favor when their eyes are on you, but as slaves of Christ. Doing the will of God from your heart, serve wholeheartedly as you are serving the Lord, not people, because you know that the Lord will reward each one for whatever good they do, whatever they are slave or free. There's a reason why I read that. Um, and masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Do not threaten them, since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no favoritism with him. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flames, arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's powerful. Um, the first, yes, it's, I mean, it's, it's the recipe for <laughs> defeating the, the devil right there. And, um, you know, we're reminded in the beginning part that we're always um, ambassadors to Christ, and we're always um, trying to show that we have the favor of God on us. And just as God used the Pharaoh and hardened his heart to later on show his true glory through his miracles that he worked, um, which are talked about through all ages and generations, and how he freed the Jews from enslavement in Egypt. He are, is also hardening the hearts of our captors and our um, tyrannical rulers of our country to set himself up for a massive victory to show that, um, in that it's only the power of God that can save us, and that, you know, right now, as long as we walk in his favor and, and we continue to abide in his will and we put on these armors of God and we stand with the sword of the Spirit as our only weapon, the Word of God, and we preach um, truth and we preach life and we preach light and we preach love, um, that he is going to eventually shake off the chains of the tyranny just like he did for the Jews and just like he moved Pharaoh out of the way after many, many miracles and it, it brought him further glory. He will do the same with us, and these trials that we're going through now are only to further um, show how just magnificent God's power is and how he is um, faithful to save, um, even when the cards look totally stacked against us, which in the American um, system we're living in right now of uh, Joe Biden's era of, uh, of tyranny and, re and regime, um, it, the cards do look stacked against us, but God's setting himself up for a massive victory. And... Um, I, I believe it comes in the form of, of spiritual warfare and educating and speaking the truth and standing strong. And, um, you know, when it's time to defend our, our, our home country and our land and our, and our lives and our hometowns and stuff, you know, we'll never shrink from that. But for right now, we're still in the, um, the territory of spiritual warfare, and uh, that's our First Amendment. That's our First Amendment. You know, there's a reason why that's first, our voices. Amen. Amen. You know, I always get a little bit emotional when you come on, so he has to, like, cut away and come back because, you know, I think about how angry I get, and you bring me back to a place at times where I'm like, okay, whew, take a deep breath, take a deep breath, take a deep breath. And I know that stolen elections have consequences, and the consequences are is that many people are being put in a position where they're having to suffer those consequences. And you know, I don't know how to get you this book, but I, I want to, they allow you to have books. Can I send you a book? <laughs> um, nope. The books spread COVID. They are, they are the beast. So. <laughs> no books here in Alexandria, Virginia, um, uh, concentration camp. Wow. I, uh, I will put it on my list, though, wherever, wherever I go next. I've been moved eight times since I've been arrested. Hopefully I'll be able to get books there, and, and I'll put it on my list, and I'll read it, and I'll take notes, and I'll study it. And um, I will include it in um, the documents that I'm currently drawing up and, and making right now. Um, you know, the, this, uh, this Declaration of Independence that, that the January Sixers have been set up to, to partake in by God is a two-tiered one. Um, 
before our founding fathers had to only loosen themselves off of the chains of tyranny from a, a government. But this is a two-tiered um, Declaration of Independence that basically separates ourselves not only from the de facto corporate government, um, the corporation known as the, the United States of America, but it's also separating ourselves and declaring ourselves independent from the entities that they've created um, that, that are pretending to be us, a full capital letter name, social security card, birth certificate, all of these things that um, are chaining us to the commercial law and the commercial money um, system instead of anything backed by real value. Um, it's all fake. It's, it's not a real entity. It's, it's a fictional um, thing. It's only on paper. It only exists on paper. There's no value backing it. Um, and that's what the devil does. He takes God's greatest creation, man, and... Um, turns it into a, a paper, uh, fictional entity, and gets you to say, oh, yep, that's me, that's me on that paper there. And that's what they do when you walk into these courts, and they're, they're not charging me um, in common law. Common law says there has to be a corpus delecti, which is an injured party. Another man has to go and claim I've injured him, either I've punched him or stole something from him or um, in some injury he has a claim against me that I've injured him and he's another man so he can bring up that claim against me we're, we're equal in the eyes of God and so that's common law he goes and he goes to uh, files a criminal complaint against me and a grand jury indicts me of his complaint and then we go before a uh, jury of our 12 peers and they decide whether I've actually injured him or not and what uh, he deserves in, in respect to that injury a relief of it that's not what I'm being charged in right now. I'm being charged by the United States of America, which is a corporation. It's a created entity by man's hand. And I'm being charged as Edward Jacob Lang, full capital letters. And so that's not how you can be charged criminally. There's no, they have no jurisdiction over me. I'm a sovereign man. And no other thing on earth can claim that I've done wrong to it other than another sovereign man. And so that's the, what it's called is a... Um, a fictional courtroom that I'm entering into with the laws of um, statutes instead of the laws of natural uh, common law and natural law. And so, um, you know, I'm declaring myself, ind myself independent from not only the United States corporate federal government, but also the corporate status, my full capital letter name, um, that the only way they can charge me in their court is my me assuming that. By I, I have to give my consent. Everything in this world, including what the devil does to us, is based off of consent. And if you consent to the tyranny, the tyranny will remain. If you consent to being called a fictional character that is not a real living soul, a real living man, who can be charged with um, non-common law crimes, then you consent to that, and they will charge you off of that. But... If we release our consent to this government and to these entities that they've created from us, they lose their, all their power. The devil has no power of, over us unless we give him consent. And uh, so the, this document is basically enumerating my, uh, my withdrawal of the consent I have for this government, this de facto corporate government, and the de facto corporate status that they've named me as. And um, we'll be seeing that very soon. I've, I've been working on it for about... Uh, five, six months now, and uh, I will be filing it in court, and I will be standing firm on my resolution to, to withdraw myself from anything evil, because that's what makes us holy, and that's what God calls us to do, to have no part. We're not equally yoked with anything evil. We are not to have any attachment to anything wicked or tyrannical or perverse in nature. And um, our founding fathers knew that, and they declared themselves independent from it. And it's time for the American people to do the same thing. Well, Jake, I don't, I don't know how much time we have left with you, but uh, I, I'd like to pray for you. I want to get that Thank in before you. you. I would love that. Before you, before you <laughs> I, I, would, uh, I would love that. I would also ask for you to pray for your audience to um, research and to look into the things I've been saying tonight to get a, a full grasp on them and that God would speak into their heart for them to have understanding of these things. So I'm going to start the prayer, and then I'm going to stop, and I'm going to let you finish the prayer. How's that? Thanks, Joe. Father God, I just want to say thank you. You know, we, we talk about the sacrifices that are made, but I just want to thank you for this man, 
Jake Lang. I want to thank you for his courage. I want to thank you for his commitment. I want to thank you for his stamina. I want to thank you for his commitment and faith to you, Father. Father, I want to thank you for the opportunity to be born for a time such as this. In this time, I know that you chose us for a time such as this. And I just want to thank you, Father, for the blessings that you've bestowed upon each one of us and the talents that you've given us so that we can stand firm in our faith. Father, please, please bless Jake and put a, a, a cocoon of, of protection around him, a cocoon of protection around him, and, and just guard his heart, guard his mind, give him peace. Protect him from guards that would do bad things to him, from others that would do bad things from him. Protect him from the evil that may surround him. Father, give him the strength to speak. Father, please take that, that documentary, the January 6th Truth video, and please just share that documentary and, and cause it to be shared across the entire United States. Make it so that every man, woman, and child in this country and in other countries can hear what really happened on January 6th. They can see and feel and touch truth, Father. Father, please bless our listeners that they may not they may not lose hope. They may not lose faith. They may not lose their bearing or focus on the mission, which is to restore, restore you to our community, to bring you back into our community, to make you a force of our foundation, Father, and forgive us for letting you ever be pulled out of that foundation. Oh, Father God, Lord, oh, I pray for humble your humble spirit to be over us right now, God, to produce in us this crop that you've, you've planted in us, God, to let us yield 30, 60, and 100-fold for you, God, that you Joe's, one minute left. Joe's audience would just receive your word tonight, God, to receive the spirit inside the deepest, their most inner man and most inner woman, to the most guarded part of them, God, open it up to your word, Father, and producing them a new level of understanding, a new level of dignity, Father, that comes from knowing that we are your children, we are made in your image, and that we shall be holy and consecrated only unto you, Father, and that we would be able to stand with boldness and confidence in the day of trial through the blood of Christ that washes over us and that flows through our veins now to know that the Son of Man is watching over us and that He has a purpose for every single one of our struggles, including right now, and that we would come together united as a country, uh, one nation under God, and reestablish liberty in this beautiful land that You've given us to prosper in, Father. In the name of Yeshua HaMessiah, Jesus the Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, brother. Thank you so much. Thank Bill, you for God using you. Securus. Goodbye. <sighs> I just want you to know that if Jake Lang has faith and can act in that faith, you need to have faith and act in your faith. You need to step in the gap between the tyrants and those that they want to make victims. They're using us as slaves. You can rejoice in the fact that God is with us. We just have to embrace that have courage and be willing to make the sacrifices in order to restore order, restore natural order, natural law to our communities. This is a special broadcast. Um, we'll be putting it out tonight. I want to get it out tonight if we can. Um, and I'm sorry I didn't go live. I didn't have enough time. I didn't know when he was going to be able to call. And so I just wanted to go straight into it and just get Jake on here so you can hear Jake. I'm, I'm conflicted. I mean, I, I want to be there and take him out of that place. I want to take all the January 6th prisoners, political prisoners, out of that place of evil. And we're not too far from it. But we've got to get rid of this, these illegal, slave-driven voting machines that select, not elect, our leaders. And we have to stand up and stand firm. 
We have to stand together, shoulder to shoulder, set aside our petty differences. And those people that would divide us, just ignore them, turn them off. While we stand as one, we look towards our mission, which is restoring our country. This is the great time of restoration. Well, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Um, I'm not going to go through the formalities tonight. I will say this. Follow us if you can. Share us. Share it everywhere. Share it with everyone out there. Go watch the documentary on j6truth.org. Go watch it. Watch the brutality against Americans. Watch it. Watch what they do to average everyday Americans that were just there to redress their grievances. And what we're finding out now is the greatest theft of the voice of the American people. They've been doing it for decades. But now it's pronounced. Now we have proof. Now they are tyrants. Now we can prove they're tyrants. They are not elected leaders. They are not there to serve the American people. They don't care about us. They have made us their royal subjects. And now it's time to take our country back. Now it's time to stand in the gap between the tyrants and the victims that they want to make in our country. There's one word, one word, freedom. Do you feel free in this oppressive, unthought-provoking world where you become the one that they can persecute and bully and try to destroy. Is that freedom? No. No. That's not freedom. And that's not the United States of America. And I want to say something else today. Today is a day you all should, should you guys should all say a special prayer. Do you know what today is? Today is also D-Day. Today is also the day that men and women ran onto the beaches to, to guard and protect that which is sacred to this nation, freedom. And as we're pulled down from different tech platforms and told that we can't have a voice and have the arbiters of reality who are lying to us tell us, oh, we're not allowed to see truth, you start to realize that these people are as evil as they say they are. So stand up, get in the gap, do something about it. Stop waiting for President Trump to do something and do something. Give up your time, give up your effort and stand because everyone that came before you certainly did. God bless you all. I will see you guys tomorrow at 10 a.m.